Lloyd, G Waters, it's the hype, BPE, it's the soul of the streets. Yo, the soul of the streets, they be playing all the heat. G Waters is the host and he got the latest beats. This your local radio, I feel like we made it, bro. You wanna know what's hot in the world, here you go. The hottest topics, hottest artists on the show. BPE set the platform, I know you wanna roll. Grind hard, stay away from the leech. And while you moving through your day, bump soul of the streets. This is the soul of the street. This is soul of the street. Yeah, this the soul of the street. This is soul of the street. This the soul of the streets. Waters on the mic and he playing all the beats. Yeah, this the soul on the street. 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 This the soul on the streets. BP the movement bringing you the heat. Picture me rolling, beaming, scheming outside with not no strap around. If I ain't off with your bitch, I'm probably in the town. Difference between me and you is when I jump in that elevator to the top, I send it back around. Switch sided, dick riding, y'all start to bore me. Breaking night as a youngin', I was a shorty. I seen a lot, I never lied. That's probably why I'm 26, they take my word like I'm 40. I ain't never jack no sucker shit. If I said it, then I mean it, so I'm stuck with it. These niggas talking online for the fuck of it. Never see him out in public. I'm only speaking facts. Just the money up in raps. I'm only speaking packs. I can sleep in these whips. I'm talking about the back. Getting money, then you probably relate. Shit, I seen all the love turning to hate. I seen all the love turning to hate. If you cracking, then you probably relate. You got the chill, G. I seen all the love turning to hate. Getting money, then you probably relate. They gotta feel me. I seen all the love turning to hate. Shit, I seen all the love turning to hate. I seen all the love turning to hate. I seen all the love turning to hate. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I'm your boy G Waters, and we're here live on the Solar Streets and um, playing other with the hottest independent and hip hop artists on their grind. 
But today we have a um an artist coming to the show today. She's done um, some great work, put contributed some great work, and has some classic music underneath her belt. And we are um, shining a light on Miss Allison Williams, the legendary New York's own Allison Williams. She's going to be coming in today, and we're going to be talking about and playing some of her music and um and just going through her history. So she has a uh, somewhat of a, of, of a, a nice history. I want to get it started. She um with one of her songs. This is from 1984. Uh, Oh, and I now wish Lord would never sing. And uh, we uh, we now played um, no hip hop other than um, the hip hop that I'm playing, which is not that much. <laughs> so, and this is it. So this is um she she back in 1984 she was a vocalist um, grinding out here in these streets, and uh, she landed this situation here. And this is a throwback. This is called AJ Scratch. This is by Curtis Blow, 1984. So all my old heads is tuned in. Not old heads, but all the people that know this music. No, no, know what's going on with the go on, cause we, you know what I mean. We still here, we still alive. And shouts to Jada Jacks, shouts to everybody, man. I had a great time last night. Shouts to Heidi. Um, we turned up in the city for the Global Citizens, and um, we made it out of there. It was, it was, it was amazing, amazing. So we're gonna talk about a lot. We're gonna get into this joint right here. This is um, Curtis Blow, featuring Allison Williams, and this is AJ Scratch, 1984. Yeah. 
in my confession Yes, I really didn't love you Just the idea of having you around and being near It's not on my phone These are my confessions You made up excuses to get close to me
All right, all right. That was that was Miss Serena G with uh, Cloud 85. Shouts to Miss Serena from the BX. And um, that was produced by Gil Small. Rest in peace, Gil. And um, that's um, their latest, her latest hot joint right there. And then um, we had, who did we have before Serena? I'm going to let you know right now. All right, we had Lenny Harold um, with his um, joint Heat. Shouts to Lenny. Um, just dropped his project, Cosmic. It's on, it's on all digital platforms. So make sure you um, go out there and you support that because he has some fire on his, um Some good, good R&B. Some good R&B. That's, that's stuff that you need in your life. And then we had uh, Marlevoy with Dance With Me. And uh, we had A Natural with Thirst. From Jersey And then we had Lene DeVore With Confessions She flipped that Usher joint And then uh, We You know Our guest is in the building The guest is in the building She is Here in the building Situating the situation The situation is being situated As we Situate And she's in the building And um, so we started um, The show off uh, With G. Lloyd But the song that we played Right before um, Lene Devoid with confessions, Kanita G, money in the bank, Saint Levine, and then we start to show off with a Curtis Blow featuring our guest Allison Williams with that AJ scratch. You know, just give me a little history, and I know it sounds familiar to to many of you out there. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna play some good 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 music today, some good R and B. If you notice, and uh, this is what's going on here on the Solar Streets. I'm your boy G. Waters, and uh, Allison is in the building. We're going to play uh, one more song, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going we're gonna to chop it up. We're going to talk, and we're going to see what's good in the hood. Let's get it. Solar Streets. This is Mike Flowers with Speak to Me. A little gospel for you. Symbols. It's just a symbol of the clashing within my soul. I left you 
saying I was sick at home, now I'm feeling homesick. I can't do this on my own, Lord. about to get into the groove of of the mood and we have miss allison williams here this is a a classic joint right here we're gonna get into this and um just get get into this music here this is miss allison williams one of her classics do you remember this miss allie absolutely all right now let's get into it
Then back off, boy, cause my love is too raw. Today's luck, you get stuck with the duck. Who isn't worth the buck, you get played. Wait a minute, thinking you're getting paid. Cause today is just a phase, tomorrow you get laid. Cause that's the lifestyle that you chose. Living off of those that bought your whole soul. Come on and get with it. You gotta go and get it. Something you can keep off your shoes, get rid of it. Some men or toys play with them too much, you get annoyed. And then you avoid, give me a break. I'm awake and I must stay with that lifestyle. Isn't all that great? My love is raw. That was 1989. The album was called Raw. I mean, that was a exciting time for you, for your boy. You know, growing up in these Bronx streets. And how old were you then? Oh man, how old was <laughs> I then? Oh, I was old enough to understand that my love was raw. <laughs> and you should know. No, that's really really funny. I, um, <laughs> I uh, I remember um, when they first you know put that track together, and I was excited because I had that sample from Big Daddy Kane, mm. who was my label mate and still my dear friend. We must, wait, wait, we must say we have Allison. Well, this is Allison Williams. Hey, welcome to Soul of the Streets. What's happening? Oh my gosh! Thank you, everyone. You know, it's so it's such an honor and <laughs> and an honor to have you here on the show. I mean, I mean, yeah, this is an honor. Thank you so much, Jeez. Thank you. We've been we've been rolling for quite a few years as yes. as Sugar Bar family and beyond. And I'm glad to see that you're doing this. I was very excited when you said, Allison, come and be a part of my show. I was like, Who knew you had a show? <laughs> so now we have to cross pollinate because I do a show too, and we gotta we gotta keep the music alive and keep people informed. That's, that's so. what it's all about. That's all it's about. It's forever music, forever music, and you've given us so much. I have a good story if you think your listeners would enjoy it. Um, the song uh, that you p- played first, which was the single from the second album. My second album was Can't. self-titled Allison Williams. Mm-hmm. And Can't Have My Man yes, was written yes. by I'll Be Sure. And when I got the cassette, I said, cassette, y'all, with the demo, <laughs> who was singing it but Jodeci? How'd you know? Because I know. How do you know? Yeah. How, do, how do you know it was on my cassette? What's the cut? You know, you know, you know what? You're not going to ruin my story no more. <laughs> you better cut on over to Janet Jackson because that's the way love goes. <laughs> Thank God because I almost wasn't here. <laughs> but, I, but it sure went the way it needs to go because I definitely am here and I'm blessed. You had a good time? Yes. Good I had a good time. I got to have a great time. Great time. Great time. I'm just really, it was just amazing to see all those people. Mm-hmm. How many acts did you get to see before all of the bottom fell out? Oh, my God. Um, I saw John Legend, Shawn Mendes, and Cardi B. I didn't even, I wasn't there for Janet. Okay. How was Cardi? Great. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She, she was great to me. I, I was proud of her. She did a thing. She 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 came out, performed, and, um, you know, she she was Cardi. She let people know what was going on mm-hmm. with the go on, what she felt like. Mm-hmm. And um, she got it popping. Good. I'm glad. She got it popping. But uh, it was good. It was good. 
to see all of the sea of people um, just coming together for for good cause and and great. Meal. I never. I, I normally go to the urban events, so I don't get to see. The so, World Festival. The World Festival. The world so, that was, Festival. so that was the first for me. And that's what you need to see because mm-hmm. you're a citizen of the world. That's a fact. There you go. A global citizen. There you are. Hey, I would drink to that. Hey, Charles. So that's how that was last night. So you, um the so you told the story about the song. Right, and you finished it. <laughs> oh, Jodeci. You finished it right. It was Jodeci. I, I know. I know my history. I'm just saying. Nobody. How would you know that? That's what I'm trying to figure. out How would you know that? Now, I guess you would know because you may be privy to the fact that when Jodeci first came, um, was coming into their own, that uh, I'll be sure was working with them on a regular. I'm gonna basis tell you how I know. And and used to use them to do. What, how'd you know? Because you said it on an interview on BT. Oh, you were listening. <laughs> You were listening, <laughs> okay, you said, and you, you have a, and you have a memory. Yes. Okay, good gravy. <laughs> you young people, I tell you, you said it. <laughs> I was just wondering how you knew because I mean it is. I mean I know I have said it before. I mean it's part of you know my history. But for you to know it today kind of give me gave me a little like who what where how why. That's why this is an honor. Hey, listen. You know what I'm saying because I, I grew up in a time and still growing up today. And I get to talk to the people now that I listen to and um, and just be able to tell them how much they mean to me. Well, thank you very much. It's clear it's clear that uh, that uh, you have an affinity. Yeah. And I'm 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 obliging you. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you're going to keep obliging me, I may not be able to get home because <laughs> I'm going to be drinking all day. <laughs> It's five o'clock somewhere, baby. Have it, have it your way. That's what I'm talking. As a matter about. of fact, it's Sunday, so there's brunch. You can start drinking at eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh damn! Don't as long tell me as that. you call it a mimosa or something like that. Oh, call, oh. call it a mimosa <laughs> or Pyrex mosa. <laughs> a pomosma. A pomosma. A pomosma. A pomosma. A pomosma. Or a Bellini, or what would it be? A Pyrex Bellini, a a Polini. We got. I'm gonna have to bring this back and listen to this because these are jewels here for. They really for, are. Just in well, case if not, I want to do a morning show and want to drink out. But not only that, you could still do these. Like when you do your showcases and stuff, mm-hmm. create a special drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tonight's featured drink here at the Sugar Bar for the G's Worthy is the Pyrex. Pyrex. Why does he call it? Because I drink out of Pyrex. That just opens a conversation. It's very interesting. I'm just saying. Gotta use everything. Oh, I'm sorry, I hit the microphone. I know since I've been drinking out the Pyrex, I just didn't want to drink out of anything, anything else here. Yeah. here anyway. Well, I'm just saying what it is. It's very substantial and sustainable, and you can mm. just, you know, it keeps things cold. Yes, yeah. You get a, you get a good, a, a good grip. amount, a, good, a grip. good grip. It's a good size. You, you know, it's good. Uh, you know what? You have to understand. I'm familiar with Pyrex. I mean, most of the time I'm using it in the kitchen. <laughs> but I, <laughs> what you cooking, <laughs> baby? What you cooking? I'm you measuring cooking? things out with it, you know. But I understand the value yeah, of yeah, it. Facts, you know? facts, facts, facts. I understand facts. the value of it. So, Miss Allie, mm-hmm. where did you? Where did music? When did you discover music? Well. I, I came home to a musical household. My father was a jazz trumpet player, and he had a 21-piece swing band. His name was Bobby Booker, so music was already in the household. My mother's story used to be, for whoever would listen, well, Miss Williams, Mrs. Williams, I know you must be proud of your daughter. When did she first start singing? And Mommy would say, well, you know, the doctor hit her on her bottom, and she made her first note. <laughs> 
I'm laughing because she was serious about her story about her daughter. How you know I got slapped on the butt when I was born, and that was my first it? note. That was my first note, and it went and it went from there. And she told it so convincingly that all of the interviewers were just into my mother. They just loved her, and uh, she had a. Uh, a tr- she was a treasure trove um, of information about Harlem and, you know, just, it, you know, just what Harlem was for, for, for African-American people, for black people, for Negroes. You know what I'm saying? At that time, um, <clears throat> having been born in 1922, I can't remember what year she came to New York from Virginia, but she knew she had a, a history and an archive that you could you know, really go into. And um, so she was very interested to talk to, and uh, she would give them, you know, more than they ever could imagine when it came to Allison Williams and how she got started. But yeah. for me personally, um, I, like I said, it was always in the house. Um, there was music played all the time, all kinds of music, but mainly jazz. So I actually come from a jazz background, was signed to a, a rap label. and um, The first, and, the and, first and artist to the be first signed. The first female artist. Female artist to be signed to a rap label. Let's, yeah. not, let's not go over that. No. I'm not, I'm not listen, I was just going to the, yeah. to the, 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 the 360 of it all is jazz singer to rap label, R&B, contract, and back to jazz. So that's where I am now. But uh, absolutely, the first female artist signed to Def Jam as an, as an R&B artist. Um, and um, along with uh, the first female rapper signed to Def Jam, which is Nikki D. Yes, and we just did, heard yeah. her on My Love is So Raw. Shout out to and, Nikki D. And, you know, like, just... If you know anything about rap, before we even had the word hip-hop in our vernacular, you'll know that Def Jam was a hub for everybody. That I don't care where they are now or where they started, but they came through Def Jam, even if it was just for two weeks. You know what I mean? Right, right, I don't right. care if it was 15 minutes. They were signed and had a run of some sort. Even artists that you wouldn't expect, like... Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, why, why uh, the two brothers from Guy? Why can't I think of their name? Oh, right uh, Aaron and, and Aaron again. Uh, and Damon. Aaron and Damon Hall were there. Um, Blue Magic was there. Um, and this was, you know, just a vision that Russell had not only to make, as he used to say, and I quote, the dopest, deafest, most underground cult label ever, but, um, you know, he came up at a time when he was. Um, having quote-unquote blue light red light parties in the basement mm-hmm. you know which is the main so he, he he said that's still for the deafest well that's what he called it did he, he like he, did he like um preach that to you guys like all the time i'm getting ready to start a label it's gonna be the deafest most dopest underground label it's gonna be called and how what did y'all think when he would say that we just be like okay when well, we starting <laughs> and we were in it you know <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you um this is what it was i met russell through curtis blow okay who yeah. was managing him? And we played that in the beginning of it. I heard you played AJ. Come on now, now. You know, um, it, it's just it just was a a, um, a godsend that I walked up to Curtis on the campus of City College to say to him, "Listen, I got something going. Here's a flyer." And he's like, "You know, we've met before briefly in passing." He said, "But what I like about you is that most people are always coming to me. What can what can I do for them? What can I do for them? You promote yourself. You just want me to come and support, and you got your own thing." He said, I'm, "I want to I want to want to see what you're about." So, um, you know, that became that began our relationship, and uh, he would take me to the fever. Okay, okay. And I got I to see that light. Mm-hmm. And then I would take him to the cellar. And the cellar was uh, amongst uh, a few different clubs down in the, on the Upper West Side, like McHale's, Peter Brown, Russ Brown. Later on would come Honeysuckles and, of course, Sweetwaters, which was always there. And what Curtis didn't know was that Curtis had an audience of adults 
that loved his music and got it. And even though he was new and rap was new, mm -hmm. but they got him. Kind of like people gravitated to Will Smith. It mm -hmm. was non-threatening, but it was and it was positive, but it was still good. It wasn't watered down. It was and, it was and real. And when he did um Daydream and Day oh that Daydream and did it like. Yeah, he had enough of a little oh, swag God. there to make it a little bit of a love song. He did basketball. Who can't who can't relate to basketball? Who can't relate to um, you know, uh, 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 Christmas rap? You know what I'm saying? These were things that we could get to. So when I would take him down there to the cellar, he didn't realize that he had grown folks that really dug him, dug him and got it. And like I said, he took me to the fever, and I got to see that whole other, you know, the the the, the what was going on 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 the streets. And I, was. so was Curtis Blow your first introduction to hip hop, or were you listening to hip hop prior to Curtis Blow? There wasn't hip hop in my world beforehand because it wasn't hip hop; it was rap. Oh. Hip hop had not been established yet. Okay, it's okay. A di it really is a different thing. It kind of goes under the umbrella, but rap was first. Hip hop is another. Hybrid that it's, it's a byproduct. So what? So what would um, Sugar Hill Gang be? Rap. That would be rap. It'd be rap. Yeah. And so the thing is, all of these the different entities were coming together kind of at the same time. Sugar Hill Gang, Curtis Blow, all of that was happening. Sugar Hill Gang, Sugar Hill was a label as well as right, right, the, right, right, the right, group right. that represented the label under the same name. Curtis was. The, uh, was the uh, was the solo artist, and they call him the king of rap because he was the first one, and he opened that door. And then there was sequence, and then there was yeah, you know yeah. all of these different artists that, that came out solo as well as ensemble. So um, to be a part of that as what I guess would be considered maybe if you had to put a title on it, you'd say hook girl because that's what they call the singers now when they go in, and the, the ones who might not even have their own uh, face or voice. Mm -hmm. In the in the intro, but you know you know what they do. You know it's them when you hear it. Kelly Price was a hook girl. Faith Evans was a hook girl. We came in and did and, and laid the hooks, and that's what we were responsible for, and that's what I did. Um, Curtis was producing at that time. Uh, Russell was managing him, and um, we would literally go in and make the records, and then come out with a test version, and then take it down to the Diplomat Hotel where. Hollywood mm -hmm. or, or or Reggie Wells or somebody was spinning and they'd play it and get the reaction from the crowd right away. That was how we did it. It was very grassroots. It was very right there in real time. And um and it led to, 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 to um it led us to be able to to create on a level that, that um well, you see, we like we we made history. Right. We, you know, we've we've laid, we've laid down we've laid down what is now in the in the in the annals and, and in the archives, and what people go back and look and say, "Wow, this is where it all began." You know, and and I'm sure there's certain people or a cross section of people who say we wish we could go back to that in certain areas because one thing for sure, we were working out our issues in a way that didn't didn't turn nasty and violent and personal and now you're children yeah. and your baby mom and your wife got to be about you know we just we we worked it out and or, or we spun on our necks and and and, and broke dance and did, did a break dance it, it was a fight and on a on a block and it didn't meet it didn't it didn't go no further than the block. i mean it right exactly and and we could all get over so it. where are you where are you from i'm from harlem you're from harlem where, when, where, they where, brought, where? when they brought me from from the hospital i was on 111th street between manhattan and 8th um then we moved to the polo grounds mm. We had a fire, and we were placed in the polo grounds when the polo grounds was livable. And I, I'm, I'm 
devastated at what it has become, but as such happens with many city housing developments. Um, so I went from the polo grounds, and I moved to the Bronx, up in the White Building. People will know what I mean when I say the White Building. Was that called? 166 in Ogden. No. no. Oh. The White Building. It's one White Building on Ogden Avenue. <laughs> and uh, I lived up there. I lived in the Lennox Terrace for a minute, too, with, with my dad. With, it was there. I lived on 129th Street between Lennox and uh, and um, 5th. And I went to All Saints School on Madison, 130th, 129th. Dang. So I'm a Harlemite. You're a Harlemite. Oh, a- no. Hardcore Harlemite. So were you known before... All the, the, the songs being released and stuff. So were you known in Harlem as a girl that sang as well? Absolutely not. I was, um, first of all, I was very shy. Um, not, how can I put it? I think I was always outgoing, but I knew I, I was different mm. because of what my parents had exposed me to. Okay. So I didn't get to go play outside because the kids that played outside were in getting ready to get into nothing but trouble. And that's what they did. And that, they weren't having a part of that. So, of course, they sent me to uh, the Dance Theater of Harlem. Or they sent me, you know, I, I was hanging out with my dad, doing his gigs with him and stuff. So I saw a different thing. Um, I have a sister that's 10 years older than I am. Unfortunately, we are not in, in touch with one another. But um, she had her thing that she did. And um, my and then for me, it was hanging with my dad mostly, you know. Or I, I so, so my circle was a group of grown folks. Like you know, Honey Coles and 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 all these different women who dance for the uh, Apollo and okay. the Cotton Club. These show people, you know what I'm saying? Um, these were the people that was moving in the city that uh, was making the waves. Make had had laid the foundation. Had been there some of them since the Harlem Renaissance. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They they were do they were in they were but in just it. in the mix and just continuing to go on continuing and follow their passion on. and this is where they are today that day whatever type. Thing. Yeah, they were they were the movers and shakers and but the thing was that they were grown folks. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I had I had my school friends. I went to All Saints and shout out to the All Saints crew. Um, but even then, um, some of them lived in the same area. Some of them lived in the Lincoln or nearby the school. I didn't necessarily live nearby the school. So the only time, unless we made specific quote unquote what we call now play dates, you know, school was when we encountered each other. Outside of that, I was in a whole nother world. I was going to jazz festivals with my dad. I was taking my classes at Dance Theater of Harlem. I was taking my piano lessons. I was doing that. But people didn't know. I wasn't like I was out singing. I don't think I got out to singing. I sang with my dad's band, but in it, you know, I was still a young person. Right. On my own, my first gigs were at a place called the Mark Four, which used to be up on 146th Street and uh, St. Nicholas Avenue. And um, that I was 16 years old by that time. Um, but surely, um, I guess after a while, people began to know. But you have to understand, I came up with jazz. So all of my counterparts mostly had kind of dabbled in gospel because they came out of the church and I didn't. I came out of Catholic school. And they also had dabbled into what R&B was. And when I opened my mouth, I was something totally different. So I decided, no, y'all... But you came up up with some some golden voices. And uh, you you came up with Miss Melissa Morgan. Yes, we were together. Um, Yeah, we met each other around 1976, 1977. We were both part of Hal Jackson's talented team. But once again, her forte was R&B. She could kill... When I first saw Melissa Morgan, I was in awe. I was like, are you kidding me? This is a chick who's my age, who has this much control over her gift. And, it, you know, she was different, you know what I mean? And, and knew what she was doing. Yeah. Had a little look and she knew what she wanted to do with her hair and how she wanted. So when and she I, did Do Me, babe, that was your first time seeing her? 
No, I had known you know her before. before. We okay. knew, before. Yeah, we knew okay. each other yeah, yeah, before you said we 70, had records. You met, met 76. 76, yeah, 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 right, 77. Right, right, right. We knew each other before we had records. But at the end of the day, dope. we That's were, dope. That yeah. y'all got to see each other like, she y'all did. still cool. We were, we were not dope. friends. We no. were, we weren't. I won't say we weren't friends, but Melissa had a different thing, and she knows we tell the story all the time. She had a different groove and, and attitude on her at that point in time, and I just used to look at her and go, "I'm just gonna wait," because <laughs> mm. I knew that we would be sisters. I knew it would be. She just had to figure out that I'm not here to do nothing to you. I'm not a threat. I'm not a this. I'm not a that. I'm gonna hug you, you know. And maybe at that point in time, I mean, when you're 17, 18, yeah. 19 years old, yeah. you don't really know. So she had a little edge on her, and I just waited. I put my hand under my chin and said, eventually. And and look, lo and behold, we ended up in the group High Fashion together in That's 1982. Crazy. You know what I mean? And we toured and did that whole thing. So it was me, Melissa Morgan, and this brother out of Detroit named Eric McClintock. Okay. And we were on Capitol Records. And that was... A, 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 and that opened a whole other uh, energy for, yeah. of this... Well, that really devi- def- was a defining moment for me because Russell wanted to sign me to uh, Prep Street Records, which was a small label that he had before Def Jam. Okay. That he had with Robert Ford and, and you know, I can't, I'm remiss in not remembering everybody's name. But um, I told him, I said, I got an opportunity to be on Capitol Records. Can you imagine what that meant to me? Capitol Records, that's where Nat King Cole came from. That's that's that big building that's, that's, in California. That's, that's I want to be on Capitol. So he was like, well, go do what you need to do. And then when you finish with that, and, we, you know, we didn't know how long it was going to last. We were part of a stable uh, created by Fred Petrus, who was the head producer, Little Macho Music. We had um, uh, High Fashion. We had BBQ Band, mm-hmm. BB and Get Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens Band, and we had Change. So, you know, we were we were putting out the music that the radio was yeah. playing. You know, we're talking about Luther Vandross yeah, uh, at Jane, the helm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? We're talking about these wonderful... Uh, and these are all musicians and singers that you that you just met growing this... this we were on the circuit. We were playing McHale's. We were playing the cellar. We were playing the Mark IV. We were playing... We were playing. So when Luther blew up, you knew him as well, like during that... Luther was a session singer, and I met Luther along the way, but... Luther had become Luther Vandross by the time by I knew yeah, him. Yeah, 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 But he, you know, sometimes it, it, there are different sectors, like I said. Because it's New York City, so, like, how we know a lot of the singers today, and then you see somebody do something, or a rapper, whatever mm-hmm. lane you're in, you see somebody blow up, like Cardi B. Like, I remember Cardi B from the strip club. So I then, missed that part, because I didn't go to the yeah, strip club. I'm glad I did. <laughs> but, but then they tell me that Bruno Mars, that. Bruno that. used to come down to the underground with with with, uh, with Ron Grant. I don't remember. Right. But I know, you know what I'm saying? That, let me put it like this. I don't remember seeing him perform, but I remember that face being in that situation. But it's all connected at the end all of the day. You can't, you can't. Life. Life Jennings used to come down there. Yeah, I remember you know, life. I remember him. You I know. remember Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. Blue Control. So, yep. Blue, absolutely. So, you yeah, know, everybody's, everybody's um, connected. And, um, it's, Oh, listen, G, it's going to be a great book. I'm, I'm, I'm working you're right, on you're that. Gonna, well, we're going to get it. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into this. But I want to go into some. I want to go into the song that that got me got me um, talking about you. Okay. You know, so if you understand what I'm talking about, I want to go into that song. Let's do it. But I don't want to sleep. But it's called Sleep Talk. Let's get into Let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> Soul of the Streets, Allison Williams. On that.
Sandy, good morning. How you doing, sugar? I'm feeling like a champ myself. You know, going to get some weeds. What weeds? What's wrong? You look kind of creaky. You sleep well? You, you sleep all right? Is something you have?
How about that? You need to do that at the sugar bowl. Well, listen, if we can get them to learn it. Oh, my God. If all them black round singers that know it, they would kill. Oh, I my. know they would. I know they would. Oh, my And you God. could hear Mr. Chuck Stanley in there. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a good. We we did some good work, you know, um, and laid a good foundation. What a lot of people don't realize is that the, the Allison Williams projects were probably the first uh, hip hop soul tracks uh, that laid the foundation for what Mary did later and yeah. so on and so forth. Because we so, took hip hop tracks or you know tracks that were hard and put a, a, a polished vocal on but top. But this of is them. but this is that leads into the question <laughs> I want to ask you. So knowing all that you know now and seeing how R and B and hip hop has come together and rap, all the different ways that um, vocals and this. The R&B culture, this urban, you know, how it all has come together. Mm-hmm. As a, as a, uh, do you consider yourself today a, a hip hop as a a, a a person of hip hop? Absolutely, I feel I don't I feel that I'm a contributing factor mm-hmm. because I was there in the beginning, and I think that when rap music um, slash hip hop music first um, began to come into its own, that vocals were a part of it. Because and I, I don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like, and we have to, um, and, and maybe it's the conversation has never been had, but uh, but it needs to continue to be had that you are one of the first voices of hip hop to mm-hmm. cross R and B over into, or to cross hip hop over into the radio because radio R and B was killing radio at that time. It wasn't mm-hmm. hip hop, so mm-hmm. your, they used your voice. Mm-hmm. Your voice was gifted. Mm-hmm. In yeah. such a way and, that and, it blessed and, us, and then and then also you know my you are the original queen of hip hop. <laughs> well, they say they. You are the you are you are the original. Uh, you are the um, you are the queen to be <laughs> to be. <laughs> and it and it is an You're honor. Hilarious. It is an honor to be able to have this conversation with you because. As a singer, as a, a songwriter, it's like that time of when you came out. It was you. It was um um um, um Fenderella from Climax. She came out with her joint. Those y'all y'all was on my on my playlist heavy, mm-hmm. and uh, that's eighty nine ninety. Um, who else was out that I was? The Pebbles was out. Yeah, y'all had it. Y'all had me buying records every single week, and I really y'all kept me out of trouble. Well, very good. Y'all We're kept glad. me focused. Uh, Gary, uh, I want to tell you that I've been giving a new, given a new name. Um, you know, they've called me the First Lady of Def Jam. The Empress. They've called me the Harlem's First Lady of Jazz. But I think what I like to stick with, and I, I don't forget, I, I, I appreciate the different monocles um, because they, they do represent different times mm-hmm. in my in my career and, and in the eras that I've been blessed enough to sustain. You know, it takes a long, it takes a lot of effort to stay in the game um, or to stay at the party, even if your seating changes. Um, yeah, I don't think I've come ever, on now. I don't think I've ever left the party. I think I just have a different seat now, um, and 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 not for nothing. And it's uh, a sometimes you have to get up to give somebody else a, a chance to sit, and that and that gives you a chance to go to the back and refresh. And you also you also were signed to Bob Johnson's um, label from BET, right? Uh, well, you, you that was Marcus Johnson's label. Mar- okay, okay. Uh, he, who who was fun? He was sponsored by Bob Johnson. Put a lot of money into uh, Three Keys Music. Okay, okay. Um, and um, and uh, as I was saying, as I as I go through now, I call myself the Urban Soul Diva. Thank you, Gary mm. Bird, um, for uh, for a lot of reasons that, that made sense. I mean, urban 
urban situations uh, and um, it, they they happen all over the world. Urban is something that is experienced through music, through lifestyle, through politics, through community, through living, all over. Um, soul, soul is a it, is something that is um, a part of every type of music. I don't care whether it's uh, hip hop or a polka. There's a soul in there. That's a fact. There's a soul. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what culture and what music it is. There's the music that uh, of that culture or that has a soul. And, well, people like to throw the word diva around a lot. I, I don't. But um, I'll take it if that's what they want to call Allison it. the Diva on Twitter, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I didn't even do that. That was somebody who was helping me with a... Um, really? I think it was either Twitter or, or Instagram, whatever. Twitter. And they said, you need to have that. And I'm going... To, I'm looking at the person going, I don't look at myself like that. That's for someone else to say. I just feel odd. Yeah, but you need to put... Cause, well, I, let me, can't, well, then, but, I can't wait to go back to Allison Williams, period. <laughs> Well, on, on Twitter. Well, let me just say, you like you that. are you are not a well you're you're a gentle a gentle because you're like the big homie. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're the big homie. <laughs> I'm the big homie. You're the big homie. I'll be the big homie before I let you before I call myself the diva. You know, I just I, not because the diva is like extra. You you're the big homie. Like you just cool and, and, and it's, it's not real. Even, it's not even a matter of that. I think if people look back and look at the history of where that word originated, um, but the connotation that's on it now means something that's real. Somebody who's yeah. putting people through changes and got a lot of yeah, attitude. But I think we got no past reason that at all. Some, so, somewhat. Yeah, but I'm just saying when you put it, when you attach it to me, I don't want people to come at me nah. and think that that's what I am. So I'm I'm, I'm leery. But you gotta of it. come with but excellence. I like, but yeah. I like. Urban soul diva because before you get to the diva part you got to get urban and soul and all like you said all of those things the, the excellence has to come yes. and I think that's what I represent I think that's what and that's and, yes and and I and I'm just glad as a as a as a, a young boy in 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 a hood mm-hmm. got a chance to to be raised on your music. And to be able to... By the music of Big Homie. Of the Big Homie. The Big Homie. The Big OG. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, nobody's, nobody's telling the story the way it is. So I have to tell the story how, mm-hmm. I, how it was for me. And I'm glad that I'm around so that you can reach out to me and say, come on. Is that a phone? Oh my goodness! It Is somebody be. calling? Yeah. Oh, they want to know. They want. They want to talk to me. They want to talk to the big homie. Come on now, get them on the line. <laughs> so listen, we got. We're gonna go into a, another classic, another classic, and this is a a classic for all you, all my sports people out there. This is the voice that got um that that this brought R and B vocals to hip hop to rap music. You know what I mean? One of the first ones that I can remember, 1984, I believe this was. And this king, Mr. Curtis Blow, this is featuring the queen. Damn. The queen. Urban soul diva. To be the urban soul diva of all divas <laughs> to ever do it in New York City to bring this excellence and start this genre that we call hip-hop. We started on this trail like this. I never played basketball for real, but I'm going <laughs> to play it today. <laughs> So the street. Come on. Come on. <laughs> we love that basketball. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. 
we doing? That's why I got this orange shirt on. Yeah, y'all. We're gonna uh, go uh, to uh, play we basketball. Basketball. Okay, boy. We love that basketball. Say more than. Ah, yeah. In the place to Come play. on, dirty mother. Come on now. <laughs> Shout out to Audrey Wheeler, my sister. And now I can hear the different voices. Like mm-hmm. you were singing the low, you were singing the low, and she was mm-hmm. a high. Yes, indeed. But I did my research and heard that you was on it, so shout out to you. Audrey. And Miss Audrey. Audrey Wheeler Downing. Yes, Miss Downing. Yes. Shout out to Will, too. Yeah. That's my brother. I want you to, I will, I don't, I mean, I'm saying I want you to, but we have to make it happen, you know what I mean? Okay. We have to make this happen as a culture, as a as a people, because we have to bring it all together at the end of the day, because you mean something to, to black music, and, um, and I know this information, I have this information, it's very important that we have to get this information out there, because I don't think the people that were, that were the gatekeepers at the time cared about legacy about the culture as much as they care about the culture you know i i i I agree with you on certain on a certain level with that but i also have to say in defense of when you don't know you're creating a culture yeah exactly so you don't know you don't know you were even doing that we were just in the culture we were in which was paying homage to but now we know to the people behind who came ahead of us but now we know our motown and you know and many others i'm just using motown as a as an example there was stacks there was all kinds of uh r&b music um, and jazz music, but 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 black music, yeah, music produced and created by African Americans, black people, and um, we were we were we didn't know that we were uh, the the gauntlet, you know, the baton had been passed to us, and we made a whole nother thing. But you, but, but, you but as you said, it's important to look back and, and care about legacy, yeah, and say, okay, this is how we hip hop legacy, right, because you you legacy. are as much as you are a part of R and B legacy and the jazz legacy and all these different. Seats and, and I am and, so the Forrest Gump of music, but no, 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 you're I not. Am. No, you're not. I am. You, okay, okay, okay. that's a good thing. That's, yes, yes, yes. I'm every you place. Know, you are the Who be- knew? You are, you are, you are so <laughs> beautiful. Thank you, my love. To me, to and that is you. what I'm doing, along with Curtis, who, as you know, is um, at the helm of trying to make sure we have this our uh, this uh, hip hop rap museum that uh, that, that they're do a, doing. A, yes, a, 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 um, a play where you just. Act out like the diff. How you came to be? How how he came to get his the voices on that song oh, basketball. Listen. AJ Scratch. Like y- y'all y'all y- you have. We're pioneers. Yes, we're pioneers, and the story is yet to be told in its entirety. But it is coming. It takes time for these things to develop. Just like it took time for us to build what we built. Like you said, I think there were a lot of people who were the gatekeepers at that time who didn't realize they were just on the ride, and then sometime. Do you believe that some people who find it a, a daunting um, undertaking to come back and reach back and tell the story? Or they just, you know, it's like, you know what? I had someone tell me, I'm, you know, the reason I don't, the reason I don't, the reason I don't um, put a lot of energy into, you know, what I did is because I'm so busy Dude. doing what I what I'm doing and you got opening so much doors. more to do. And and but but you have to understand, you don't have a path, you don't have a future without your past. So what I said to Russell was, that's not a good way to to, to voice that. And I think you should figure out to, to, uh, another wording for that. Right. Because you have to pay homage and look back and reach back to what it was that put you where you are. 
I don't care how it how 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 uh, how much you're into what it is that that is building the future. Because now some people have come back and reached back into your past with some things that are allegations, and your future is on hold right now. And I want to say so. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. And don't get me wrong. We're friends. I love them dearly. But no, you that don't, you don't, facts You is can't facts. look at me and tell me, oh, well, you know, the reason I don't put a lot of energy into uh, the past because I'm so busy doing what I'm. Well, I'm so busy opening the door for the future. Yeah. Well, okay. Where's my door? That's bullshit. It can be. That's bullshit. Sounds like it, it. is bullshit. Yeah. And that's it. That's bullshit, Russell. And you need to get your shit together and start showing some mother. Some mother. Hey, listen. Some he, mother. He got. He got a lot of. You need to show some mother. You need yes. to show some motherfucking love to the queen because she mm-hmm. without the queen. That's how. That's how Nicki Minaj say on hey, Queen listen. Radio. That without the queen. I'm just saying. There wouldn't be a queen. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? And you are the queen. We did a lot of for all these for all these um situations out here being situations. You know, not even knowing that there are situations today. Like, you paved the way. And I thank you because I had to see so many of them. And I celebrate them. I celebrate them. But I still see you. And I still see you shining and doing what you do. And and I, and it's a blessing. It's a blessing for all of us. I want people to know that um, they're going to be able to hear you soon. I hope you'll come and sit with me uh, on Love Notes. I hope so, too. Love Notes in the Chill Zone. Let's get it. 90.3 FM WHCR. And you can stream us live at WHCR.org. And I'm going to have you on because I need my listeners to know what you know as well. You know, you tie. You I know tie you. Into, I know you. You tie into a lot you. of different. You tie into a lot of different areas. I want people to uh, to to get that on our end because Harlem has its own radio station, just like y'all are down here doing it at the Empire Network. I'm so pleased to be here, and I'm so pleased to see my brothers doing what they're doing. You know, you uh, and you, you and David, I mean you. Thank you for you, having me. You inspired us to and and and. You inspired, I mean, you inspired me, so if I inspire anybody, it's because of people like yourself whose music I've been able to digest and um, and just be myself. We're glad we made a difference. Hey, listen, you know what I want to tell you, too, before I get out of here? Um, as of last, almost a year now, um, November, I became affiliated as a brand ambassador as well as a, as a instructor, um, as an educator at the Vocal Workout Singing School. And I want people to be able to know if they're really serious about taking their vocal game to the next level um, as a singer, as a uh, performer on stage, as an orator. If you're a person who uh, does public speaking or or motivational speaking or anything like that, even educators like teachers and lecturers, that uh, you need a holistic approach to your vocal health as well as the training uh, for the performance. So thevocalworkout.com. We got you may need some um, some um, some water, some good water. You get some good water. Gotta have good water, good water. in Pyrex. Oh, holla at your boy. <laughs> we have a school here in Soho in New York as well as LA and we got a new school in Vegas and we are global because we teach via Skype as well. I want people to know. You know, folks have been um, asking me about uh, how can I do it and I want them to know to come on over to thevocalworkout.com. Am I allowed to give a phone number? I can, 212-229-7788, 212-229-7788, the Vocal Workout Singing School is where great voices are made. I got two more things I want to let people know about, as I got stuff. I mean, you know, it's, about. it's funny how you have to promote yourself, because I'm a one-woman show with a great team, but I'm the one who's got to sell it. Um, 
And you're doing it. I'm a brownstone woman. If you don't know what the brownstone is, you have to come on up to Harlem to 24 East 125th Street, where if you've been looking and seeing me on on Facebook and soon uh, again, Instagram, uh, because I'm just getting to my Instagram account and figuring it out. As a matter of fact, I have a tutorial tonight. (laughs) I know y'all are going, but it's so easy. Yeah, to you. Anyway, I want you to know that Brownstone is the most incredible uh, clothing boutique, and uh, we cater to... uh, we cater to fabulous women. So if you know you're fabulous or you're just thinking about trying to be, come on up to the brownstone. Go on, girls. Put it on because that's what, that when you see me, that's what I'm wearing. And the, my most, one of the most important, well, not the most, but one of the uh, premier things that I'm doing, I'm so excited. Um, I am hosting what they're calling the Life Lux Jazz Jazz Festival in Los Cabos, Mexico. Now, that's a destination, y'all. Y'all got to put your coins together and be free between November 1st and November 4th. We are going to be down there with everybody. Boney James. We're going to be having Melissa Morgan, Mesa Lee. We're going to have... Uh, uh, Kirk Whalen, we're going to have Najee, and so many more. Gregory Porter, uh, Boss Kax, you just you can't imagine who's on this bill. It's really, really incredible. And I'm excited because all i got to do is host, boo-boo. <laughs> so well, if they want to know more. How can, they, how can they get in touch with you? They can find me on Facebook, A-L-Y-S-O-N Williams, Allison Williams. And they can come to my Facebook, leave me a message, and I'll get right back to them on anything that they need That's to what's up. know. Miss Allison Williams, we thank you. Thank you for coming to the Solar Streets today. You've you've made my journey in radio. Uh, if, I, if I can say radio, you made my journey and and this journey real for me today because I actually can look at you and see you. So thank you so much for doing this. So for me. glad to be here. And um, just continue blessings. It's great to see you. Great to see you. Thank you. And you said it in your song. You said it. you said it. just. Just called my name, just and I did. Name. And you're you, and you told me that. You told me that. You didn't believe me. Let me tell you something. My my form. My, well, she'll always mentor me because she left so much in her legacy. But when she was alive, Dr. Maya Angelou, she said, "When people show you who they are, believe them." I said, "Just call my name." I came running. And I had I, w- I made here. sure I was working. So you <laughs> so you come so you came. I'm so glad to be here at FlowEmpireNetwork.com. It's incredible. Thank Keep you. God doing bless. Keep great things, Jeez. Just call and I'll be there in a hurry.